everyone. This is the intro to the intro, and I just wanted to give a big thanks to everyone that supported me so far. This is going to be my last episode of 2020, so I'm ending it off with a really fun, lighthearted episode that you can listen to over the holidays. But I just want to give a huge thanks to everyone that has followed me. Um, it's crazy to see how much the podcast has grown. I started it earlier this year, and I think we're almost at 50 episodes now. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I just want to say that I also have a podcast shirt that I launched. So if it's not sold out already, DM me on Instagram if you're interested in getting one. It's designed by my friend Mackenzie. And if you weren't able to snag a shirt, but you want to support the podcast, it would mean the world to me if you left a review on Apple Podcast. So I'll have the links of where you can submit it, or you can just go and Google, right? Well, now at podcast, the Apple one should pop up and just write a review. It'll take a few seconds, but it really helps people find my podcast. Thank you again. And now on to the episode. One, two, three, four. It, it was easy to relate to you guys, I think, at first, because most of us were all in like long-term relationships or long distance or whatever. So... It was easy to to navigate that through first year. Well, that's what did they call us, the wives. The wives the for so long. Wives. Yeah, I was the only one who was single in the bunch, and so when everyone was like, "Oh, look, it's the sister wives," I'd be like, "Fuck you!" I'd be like, like "I'm single." <laughs> I mean, Morgan would be like, "What? I'm single." <laughs> I'm single. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Well Now What podcast. This episode is pretty different from the ones that I've done before. I just thought it'd be fun to interview my college roommates, Veronica, Rose, Morgan, and Caroline. And originally, this episode, I would say, was more rated R, but I've cut some things down and I do bleep when we swear, but just a heads up that we do swear in this episode, so keep that in mind. It was really fun catching up with them, talking about some memories that we had over the years and how we met. Also talking about challenges that we all experience during our first year university in res, our second, third, and then our final year. We also talk about life post-grad, getting jobs, moving back home, so the challenges there. But I think this episode is going to be helpful for everyone because we're all at different points in our life right now, career-wise, relationship-wise. So, so I think that there's at least one person that you could resonate with in the house. Anyways, these girls are awesome. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope this one makes you laugh. I'm here with four special guests, my university roommates, Rose, Caroline, Morgan, and Veronica. And I'm really excited to be chatting with them today because they honestly made my university experience. Without them, it wouldn't have been the same. It was definitely like one of my best years of my life. And I think it'll be really interesting to hear um, their perspective because everyone's on a different path right now. So I guess we can start with introducing yourselves and maybe say what you study and what you're doing now. So Rose, you were already on the podcast, but it's been a while. So do you want to say what you studied and what you're up to right now? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Seth. I studied sociology, which is going to be a word that you hear a couple more times. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I studied soc in university. And pretty much since then, I've just been almost same as last time I was on the podcast, just traveling uh, on and off since then and working while traveling mostly in um, places like the Mediterranean, probably predominantly the Mediterranean and then also the Caribbean. Nice. Okay. Caroline, do you want to go next? Yeah. Hi, I'm Caroline. Um, I also did my major in sociology, which is how I got to be so close with Rose and also everyone else. But um, 
when I first graduated, I worked at Lululemon for a bit, just doing retail, which was not my ideal life. And then in July of this year, I got hired by a company called WeWork and I am the community associate. Nice. Okay, Morgan, you're next. Um, hey, I'm Morgan. Um, I did my undergrad in psychology and then I did my master's in digital media. Um, right now I'm doing a little bit of contract work, just kind of doing video gigs uh, here and there, but I'm also on the job hunt. Last but not least. Um, hi, my name is Veronica and I uh, studied sociology. Um, I also got to know Caroline and Rose as well. <laughs> sociology. And um, I... Uh, I got an internship at Deloitte doing um, marketing, um, and I am still there. And I've been there for about a year and a half now. Okay, awesome. So I guess I could just get into how we all met. And um, we met our first year of university. I knew Rose um, because of her sister. I danced with her sister. And then Caroline and I um, went to the same high school, but we never said a word to each other. Um, so it was interesting meeting again for the first year. And then Veronica was my roommate, or not roommate, sorry, neighbor um, in res. And then Morgan was friends with Veronica. So that's how we all met. Um, but I guess I want to get into what um, our biggest challenges were during university, like individually what we were struggling with. I feel like there were lots of highs and lows in general, like mostly highs, but definitely some lows. I think for like everybody, you know, had yeah. their challenges. I feel like I can't like pinpoint one biggest challenge. I think that there was like little things that came up throughout the course of four and a half years because obviously that's how life works. But I think like we all went through like relationship troubles. We all went through struggling with like what we wanted to do with our lives. If our degree was like actually going to be relevant, if it was what we wanted to study, like balancing studying and like wanting to party all the time. And um, some of us were in long distance relationships. And I know that that was also a really big challenge for a handful of us. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like to me, those are like the obvious challenges, but. No, I was just going to say she hit it pretty like spot on in terms of what we all were doing at the time and going through, like there's the school aspect, obviously, of trying to navigate uh, which major you want, blah, 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 that type of thing. I know that a couple of us went back and forth quite a bit. And then also we were kind of the house in quite a few long distance for, yeah, long distance and also long-term relationships as well. So obviously things come with that on that side. I feel like if I could think of even just one other struggle, I guess you could say, would probably be, how do I, can I swear? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It'd probably be trying to figure out how to like give less. F- yeah. You know, that, so whether that's say, yeah. right, like with, mm-hmm. whether that's um with school or with not, okay, I'm not saying, you want to obviously care about your grades and everything like that, but you also need to learn how to just not care the right amount, right? Like it shouldn't, it shouldn't consume you where you're super anxious about your exam or your this or that. But you also, like, you want to work hard. Yeah. But give yourself that good work balance. Yeah. Type thing. And I feel like when you're in it, it feels like the, like the world is just, like, ending. Like, when it's midterm season and you're, like, grinding so hard and you're, like, holy shit, I'm so miserable. <laughs> it's, like, the blink of an eye, like, exams are done and then you're, you're done university. And, like, all of those times you were so stressed are, like, really insignificant. I remember going into first year university, just like having this 
idealized version of like what university should be. And for both Veronica and I, we were going to switch schools because I don't think it like in the first couple months, it like met up to what I thought those expectations were. Like in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the movies. So like, I think you go in with like such a high standard and you're like, I got to have like fun all the time, like 24 seven. And you're constantly like having fun. And like, and then you start to realize like, Oh, you're going to like, you're still in school. Like you're still having to work. And then you have like your, your fun times with your friends and your intramurals and all your like extracurriculars. That was advice that I gave to someone who called me when they were, I was in, I think I was in like second year or maybe third year and they were in their first and they were like, Hey, and they were at <clears throat> UVic and they were like, Hey, I don't really like it here. And I was like, just wait, like just yeah. wait until mm-hmm. just wait a year. Because like, I felt that same way that first half. And then it was kind first of near like, Christmas time that all of us started hanging out together. Yeah. I feel like the first semester of first year is like the hardest transition. Mm. And then second semester when we were all like really close or like even just getting closer, it was like you finally found your people and you felt like you had consistency and like you felt like you were part of something. Whereas like in the first semester of first year you're like literally what the fuck is going on <laughs> you're also like adjusting for the first time ever like living on your own and not having your parents there to like make you dinner and like yeah everything's okay like you're alone and you're like alone with your like thoughts all the time which is just something that yeah, you never do. <laughs> yeah it sounds really dark but I don't mean it like that but, <laughs> you know what I mean like you're, yeah, you're, yeah you're by yourself and you have to do everything yourself kind of for the first time then, then when you start meeting your friends, like around Christmas time, when we all met each other, when we came back, like that second semester of first year was so fun because oh, we all were iconic, an iconic time of our lives. I tell anybody, I was like, stick it out for the year because yeah. like it takes a long time to get to know like a group of people and like find your people. For and sure. then from there on, it's like, you're good. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys find like when we were first becoming friends, did you guys find like, oh shit, like I don't know if I'm into this friendship more than like I don't know if like if like we're the only ones hanging out or if like I, they're hanging out or like do you know what I mean? Like if I he throws. No, I, was <laughs> I I think that we all like, like <laughs> Morgan, I honestly think that at the beginning and still now we've been in this iconic relationship like we've been in the honeymoon phase of our relationship from the beginning all of us yeah Mm -hmm. 100 percent truly soulmates and even like moving into into res like we were lucky veronica and rose and i we were in the same res and we had a really amazing res like the rooms themselves well like veronica and ours rooms was really shitty it was super small um rose got a double room to herself thought I'd say that (laughs) but um yeah it was it was really shitty but the people were awesome um not everyone gets yeah no one for us to come together together, but not everyone has like an awesome res I know Caroline you didn't you didn't like your res as much but you were able to make friends um my my room was huge yeah you had a you had an awesome room it was just really far away but I didn't really care because then I like had my room and then whenever I wanted to party I just came over to you guys to res yeah I was just going to say, I feel like that was kind of like your vibe too in first year because you were in a pretty committed like long distance relationship. So you probably liked like having that like, oh, totally you time kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. And then when I wasn't, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was easy to relate to you guys, I think, at first because most of us were all in like long term relationships or long distance or whatever. So it was easy to to navigate that through first year. They call that, what did they call us? The wives. The wives the for so long. Wives. 
<laughs> yeah, I was the only one who was single in the bunch. And so when everyone was like, oh, look, it's the sister wives, I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. I'd be like, like I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan would be like, what? I'm single. <laughs> I'm single. <laughs> so continuing on from, from Rez, living, living together, we lived together um, in two different houses. The first house was not so good. Um, but how was, I guess, the transition from res to living with like your four best friends i was just um when i remember i'll never forget rose saying this and it was like our first night that we all were in that in the in the first house that we were in and rose like uh sav and i were at the bottom of the stairs and like all the other girls were at the top of the stairs and rose was like this is so fun it's like a sleepover every single night and i was like four years four years that's exactly what it was it was like four years and then we just went into our beds i know everybody was saying that yeah i was like who? I, I am yeah. a genius. Yeah. <laughs> right above Rose. I am an absolute genius. It was a yeah. sleepover every night for four years. The transition <laughs> yeah. from res to living with your best friends is like literally the most fun you'll ever have in your entire life. We also got Period. so close when we were all living. There was together. no boundaries. Never no any boundaries. boundaries. What was probably the, oh wait, no, we probably can't say that on the podcast. What was the least boundary like? Stuff you can you can do. go for it. Go was, I literally no shaving each other's. <laughs> um, we also totally used to listen to. Um, I'm not going to name names, but somebody have. <laughs> and we like stand outside their room, and, and we like run upstairs and laugh after we. We heard. felt a part of the relationship, and yeah. like when one yeah. of us went through breakups and stuff. Like I, felt, I never went through a breakup, but I felt like I died inside, and like I, you know, like yeah, lost a partner. You like mourn together, and yeah. you have wins together too, dude. When you guys like ended relationships, I was like, yeah. I didn't mourn for a <laughs> second. Yeah, you're like, finally, yeah. you're like, you good? Okay, no, let's go out. <laughs> I will never forget when Rose calls me and is like, me and broke up, and I was like, first immediate thought, I'm like, dude, like I gotta get single too. <laughs> I remember. Morgan's like, oh. You guys broke up? Just a second, I gotta go. 20 minutes later, she calls me. Hey, dude, I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Such shit. a bro move. Funny. That was funny. But yeah, it was literally like the funnest four years ever. Like, I wish, like, I could even bring myself back for like one more week to be like, to just take it all in. Dude, we would need one night. We would need one night together. Like, yeah. from that time, it'd be so fun. You know, like, man, it's... Every single day, no matter what happened at school, you have the shittiest classes. You're so stressed out. You're just like in the trenches, right? Every single time we'd come back to our house, it would just always be someone would be there to like lift you up in yeah, some way. Someone sure. would always be there to have a good chat or a good time or make dinner or just hang out in the or common, you know, yeah. areas. That was probably such a great thing about having all of us being so close and then just being we could just I could run into Morgan's room and we just sat there for ages and vice versa blah, blah, blah. yeah I actually think the transition out of university has been harder for me than the transition into university because like you go from like constantly being stimulated and just like constantly like having plans and like being with your best friends to like I mean, like, we're obviously still together, but, like, you know, it's, like, you're in a university, like, home, and it's also COVID right now, too. I think that's actually so normal to have, like, a hard time transitioning out of university, like. Oh, for sure. Possibly oh, right. 
friends to like now actually having to be like, okay, I, oh shit. Like I literally went to university so I could get a job and like, now I need to get a job. And like a job is so different from uni where it's like write an essay. And working fucking sucks. Yeah. And, (laughs) and moving back home with your parents, like as lovely as our parents are, like we're, we were used to like always having fun being with your best friends and then going home. And yeah, definitely a a tough transition and continuing on with that. um, Speaking about jobs, how has it been post-grad finding a job? I know some of us already had internships and stuff, but how has been working full-time compared to being a student full-time? It actually took me a while to like, um, I feel like find my place at my job. Like it's taken me like a year to like fully onboard. It felt like, like going from an internship to full-time. And I feel like, honestly, it's been within the past, like, four months where I've genuinely been like, I like getting up in the morning and working, you know, like I like my job and I understand it and I'm getting to know all the people, but it, it's been hard with COVID too. Cause that's how you get to know people, but it's, it's actually hard because it takes a long time to meet people, get used to the processes and stuff like that, where now I feel like I'm more uh, committed to my job and I'm more like, Oh, I want to like build a career from this, but it definitely mm-hmm. didn't overnight where I was like oh I love my job and like I'm definitely by no means doing like sick stuff you know like yeah I'm bottom of the barrel and like you kind of learn that that's what it's like straight out of uni like you're not going to get that sick like you're not going to be CEO of a company um straight off the bat you have to do front work for a long time and I I feel like it's also the transition of like working like nine to five every single day and just being like, that is your, like your life, your life is 90% work. I think that transition of being like, yeah, when you were in uni, it was like, job. you had a couple classes you studied and then you came home and it, like, there was a lot more flexibility, but now it's like, your life is work. Pretty I just love having weekends where like, I genuinely don't need to like go to the library. And I, I think it's the week Friday. Night, Which, but like, that I is so true. But until Monday. And you can like close your laptop and you're done where, and you don't have to like think about anything and you don't have to like worry about having to study or anything. You're kind of just like wake up, work, eat, sleep, vibe, repeat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's nice having, if you're a routine person, then it's, it's nice to yeah. develop a routine. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, well, Caroline's the only one right now going in person for work and we're all like at home. So I found that really difficult. Um, like at first it's nice. Like when we were in the summer, it was nice working from home because you had more flexibility, but now I still, I miss that interaction factor with people and getting to know people and having that routine too. Cause if I want, I can pull up my laptop in bed and I can just work there the entire day if I felt like it. So there's no really like boundaries. Like when you're done work, you're still just at home, mm-hmm. you know? So I, no I struggled for that. Yeah, yeah. There's no structure. Um, like work, day. like you could work really late or you could even just like stop at like two if you wanted. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. What about you, Morgan? So you were you did a master's program, and then can you talk about your freelance and stuff? Yeah. It kind of just it kind of just came out of like Instagram. People would kind of reach out, and then once you start building like a network, then it starts to kind of happen more often, where people reach out and like ask you to do gigs. And so I've got like, quite a few clients kind of on the go. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I what I like about contract work is you're like kind of running on your own schedule and like, you're the one who's like pushing it out and like hustling. And there's like kind of like an energy in that. But I think also like I would prefer, or at least like right now to kind of get an idea of like what a nine to five job would feel like to have like a steady income, because as you guys all know, I'm okay. shit with my money. Like, I don't know. I feel like I need like a, like a budget to have like every month. A surfboard, the bike, the bike. <laughs> 
the drone, the drone, the wetsuit. Oh my god, the hoverboard. I'm just a and I'm a hobby girl, and I like to try every single thing. And just contract work, I just don't trust myself. So I think I need. I don't. I don't know if getting a real job will change my money habits, but I'm hoping it will. But I also, I also feel like the grass is always greener, like in every scenario yeah. of your life. Like for so long, I was like nine to five would be so dope because then I finally have the weekends to myself. And then you work nine to five and you're like, my entire day is working. I get home and I eat dinner and like my day is done. Mm-hmm. And like you want flexibility and you want to be able to work remote. And like, you just like always want what you don't have uh-huh. in, but I in feel some like way. I, I agree with you. Like, I agree. Like the grass isn't always greener. But in my mind, I feel like it's a little bit embarrassing. Like it looks like I, like I am not trying to get a job or, you know, whatnot. Like it looks, I don't know. I feel like maybe this kind of like lifestyle looks more lazy. I don't know. I don't think so. You I think it's just I more don't. modern. No, yeah. it's, it's the new generation. Like everyone's being their own boss and see how like no one wants to work in corporate anymore in nine to yeah, five. Yeah, dude. Like totally. you're it's also just, just like, more, you're yeah. a creative like, as yeah, well. You're yeah. not, you're doing, you're, you're working for yourself, which is like fucking That's ideal. That's super commendable, mm-hmm. Morgan. Yeah, you're on your own time and, and you don't have to follow anyone's rules. Like you don't have yeah. to, like if you any guidelines or brand lines, it's just like you do yeah. how you yeah. want to sure. do it. And you're good at it. Yeah, Morgan. you're She's so amazing. Check her out at Morgan Jelena. I think that it's cool. We have like definitely a well-rounded, like all of us are doing very uh, different Different. and unique Mm -hmm. things. Like Uh, I commend you guys so much for being in such a corporate world, the nine to five, Veronica, your job, Sav, your job uh, and everything. And, and then, and Morgan, you continue on with school and now you're doing videography, which is, I I love that for you. Dude, you have a master's. Like it's absolutely sick. Anyways, this has turned to, this has turned into a like <laughs> inspirational podcast for Morgan. Yeah, <laughs> We're just can we name this episode? Well, what now for Morgan? Yeah. <laughs> what What about you, Rose? So you're not working right now. Do you? Is that something that you're worried about, or it's not something you think of, or like where's your brain at in terms of like career? I'm on the. You guys are on one side of the peg here, and everyone's. I'm here for the listeners. Uh, listeners who want to know a little bit of a different story (laughs) yeah people love that people love that um yeah I mean I'm a little bit more eccentric in that sense of I'm okay with the uncertainty a little bit more uh I really do enjoy what I'm doing right now which is like travel and work and obviously 2020 did put a more of a halt to that in comparison to the last two years just because I mean 2020 I mean, everyone's doing different stuff this year because of that. But um, everyone our age always has your future in mind. You're obviously, it's like a, str- a struggle as well. Being like, I go through sometimes phases of being like, oh, sh- like shoot, do I need more structure? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? But then when I kind of like calm down from those phases of kind of getting freaked out about it, I'm like, okay, just take a step back, relax. read some soul searching shit you want to always be moving forward in some way and taking opportunities to lead you to new opportunities so you don't I'm not saying sit around and do nothing but I'm okay with if it takes a little bit longer for me to figure Mm -hmm. out exactly what I feel passionate about besides cooking like more than that's okay to me like Mm -hmm. everyone has their own little path and yeah I I praise you for that because I think for me personally, I'm more 
likely to jump into something, even if I don't like it, because I need to be doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gives me anxiety. So I praise you for like taking the time and knowing what you want or knowing that you're okay, that yeah. you don't know what you want. I feel like I'm starting to figure that out now, um, especially being home the last two months, I relocating to South Africa a week from now. For the people who don't know, you guys obviously know. Obviously, uh, they follow the, so, the story. She's so, still with Graham. The, follow the story. <laughs> still with Graham. Yeah. So I'm moving, essentially moving to South Africa for a couple months right now, which I, I'm really excited about because I think it'll uh, bring me to like a new place, new opportunities. I'm going to apply for a work visa there. So we'll see how long I end up staying and who knows, right? I'm going to be there for a couple months. Uh, we'll see what happens. And depending on... W- what happens from that you never know right Mm -hmm. but uh for now I don't even think you guys know this for now in September I've uh signed up for uh to become a culinary nutritionist did you wait for today no no I I, this was this was within the last like a week and a half or something Wait, like that. What did you do? I spent it last week. <laughs> what is it? Really? Yeah. Oh, weird. Okay, sorry. Anyway, um, it's starting <laughs> September. It's a it's a course that's September to December of next year, mm-hmm. and which is good timing for me. I know that seems like quite a while away, but to me, it'll come in my so life. Quick. It's mm-hmm. like I'm going to South Africa for four plus months, and then I'm working in the Mediterranean for three months, and then it's pre- pretty much September, mm-hmm. right? So anyway. Is it like a, like, is it a master's program? Is it a certificate? Like what is no. it? So it's a, it's a, essentially a certificate. Um, you become like a, a culinary nutrition expert. So uh, it's a four month course, you know, and look at this people, lis- people, listeners, <laughs> this is what, it's been like two years since we graduated year, and, yeah. and now I'm kind of, well, obviously I've worked yeah. remotely and stuff, but now this is like essentially quote unquote, a next step for me. Mm-hmm. Like it takes some time sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it took me a long time to actually consider, uh, cult, like think so, to me, cooking and nutrition and that type of stuff was, is so familiar to me since like a, such a young age that it, I never considered it to be like a valid or a valid career option. It was just so familiar. And mm-hmm. I was like, so natural at it. I'm like, Oh, like, what am I going to do? That's not cooking. Like, cause I, I love it, but that's not what I'm going to be doing. And then I just kind of came to a conclusion where I was like, what are you doing? Like, I love cooking and I love nutrition and that type of thing. Why wouldn't I pursue something like that? Mm-hmm. Just because sometimes it's so familiar to you that it's right in front of your face. Anyway, what's up? I remember like the whole university were like, Rose, why don't you become a chef? Like, why don't you go to culinary school? And you're like, no, no, no. Like, yeah. I'm so glad you finally Me come too. to the realization that this is like, like it's who, who is passionate about like what they do? Not many people. Exactly. That's like a very, yeah. And that's exactly what my goal kind of has been is I, I wanted to, I want to do something that I love. Like that's hands down. I, I won't settle for anything less. And so it's kind of like becoming a little bit more clear to me that it feels like the right direction. And I, I think I'm good at it as well. Cheers. Like it's it's a it's something that comes supernatural to me. So mm-hmm. that's a it's a step. It's a step. That's awesome. Big, big. We're really proud of you. Rose. Yeah. Big Making moves. To Rose now. <laughs> well, now what for Rose? We love it. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask last question before we do some fire questions. Um, so what is something that you would 
tell your first year self or is there something that you had wished you had done um, during university? Oh, I would tell I would tell my first year self to give less. I would say the Mm -hmm. same, like, don't be so concerned about making other people happy and like do what's going to make you happy because ultimately you only have yourself and (laughs) not to get kind of dark. But um, yeah, you give way too many. Hey, me editing. So there's way too many swear words in the next 30 seconds and I can't believe them all. So you know what? Enjoy this little spice. Back to the episode. That, like, when you're young. Like, obviously, I still give too many fucks, but mm-hmm. I give less fucks. But you can give less fucks, whether it's about, whether whether you put too much energy into school, give less fucks about it and go have some fun. If you are putting too much energy and having fun and your school's going to shit, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know what? Give less shit. Give less fucks about having your party time and mm-hmm. put more effort into your schoolwork. I think, um, yeah, that, like, you know, this is going to sound cheesy, but when people are like, you know, when we look back on this, when we're 40 years old, like we would say that to, to each other all the time when you're trying to convince someone to go out, we'd be like, when we look back on this 40 years from now, like you're going to regret not going out tonight, you know, and you're like, no, but I have, <laughs> but I have a sociology exam. <laughs> like looking back at that, I'm like, yeah, I should have gone out. I don't think I said no often, but I legit never said no. I am <laughs> Also, on a more serious note, another thing that I would tell myself looking back on it was to like seriously think about what my major would be. Like I went in as a philosophy major and I I remember sitting in the class and I was like, (laughs) dude, we had had philosophy together and we never went. The guy was like, what's going I was like, who cares? (laughs) The philosophy professor would literally be like, is that chair actually there or is it just our mind? Oh God. And I'm like, bro, what? The chair <laughs> yeah, I was is there. Like, I was like, why would I be showing up in class, trying to get a good grade so I could graduate from university if I wasn't here? I'm yeah. here because I'm trying to get a good grade. <laughs> and then like, it was what if so this funny. is all an illusion? Yeah, but then I, like, I think if I were to really like tell myself something, it'd be like when I was in high school or like applying to schools, it'd be like, even take a gap year and like really think about what you want to do because when you get into your fourth year like and you're trying to like apply for jobs and figure out what you want to do like I was like having a real crisis and I was like what am I I can't get a job with sociology degree like you know stuff like that Mm -hmm. okay let's let's do some let's end the episode with some fire questions so (laughs) number one who is the loudest roommate Morgan Morgan Morgan. Miss Stomp the Pants Literally in the morning, stomping. Boom, boom, boom. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Okay. Number two, who is the messiest? Morgan. Morgan. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> okay, who takes the longest I, to get ready? Rose. Morgan. Rose. You, you oh, and Rose. Morgan and Rose. No, Rose got good. And first, she got quicker. Morgan takes two full hours to get ready straight up. Rome was not built in a day, but Rose. You did get better. Takes like literally forty five minutes to do one of her. No, no, she's not better. But it's just because her eyelashes you know, are really long. You know, it also like, really helps person in general. Like Rose takes forty five minutes to like walk up the stairs. You know, <laughs> <laughs> she's just yeah, like in all, no rush. Thanks, Veronica. It's all relative. It's all relative. I am a slow human human being in general. Morgan isn't as slow in general. Mm-hmm. She's heavy on her feet and mm-hmm. stuff like that and she's slow getting ready meaning she she just does her hair one. for like four hours but she has 
like her blowout, her curls it, are it's just beautiful. Like thank you. Definitely worth it. It's, it's beautiful. Hey. Rome, Rome wasn't built in the day. Okay. No, Who's had the most visitors? Winky face. Who's the mom just of the house? Out. Morgan or Rose, yeah. I think. I think Savannah. No, Savannah's MIA when she's oh. I think either Morgan or Rose. Morgan's like very mommy though. Actually, I would Mor- Morgan. Yeah, I would. Really? Say I wouldn't say Morgan. I would. If say you Rose. like really need, if you really need, like, not saying that you guys wouldn't, but if Morgan is like your like need, if you like leave a bar more, yeah, you, I think. Yeah, I think I think that I have mom tendencies, but I don't think I think Sav's more mom than I am. I think now maybe maybe yeah. not. University. You know, I think Morgan would be kind of more like the mom from Mean Girls, where. Mm. Where you're like you're True. hip and she's like the and host, cool, mm-hmm. and you're the host. She like wants you, to make sure everyone has a drink in their hand. Yeah. You're also still the mom at the end of yes. the day. I think I would be more mom in like the traditional sense, like kids. <laughs> okay, who's who's the biggest drama queen? Uh, Veronica. Veronica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's the cook of the house? Rose. 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 Of course. Um, who's most likely to go on The Bachelor? Carol, or Carol? I, I would say, say Morgan Veronica. or Veronica. Mm. But then also Morgan, you can see Morgan being like the Bachelorette. But yeah. she's like, sweet. but Morgan's too nice to be on the Bachelor. No, that's no. Like, she's the how nervous I would be. The whole like, show you'd black out. <laughs> like, what did I just fucking say? <laughs> your hands, are hands just so naked. your hands are so dry. Like, oh god. <laughs> Morgan would get out of the limo and she'd say, hey, my name is Morgan. Watch me eat this burrito. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> my name is Morgan. And- <laughs> and I can eat a burrito in four minutes. Four minutes. <laughs> and he would give me first impression. Morgan would yeah. also be like, and I can shotgun three in a row. Yeah. I feel like my issue on The Bachelorette would be like, I'd just be want to want to be friends with all like the girls and I feel like I would just get kicked off first night because I wouldn't have like been like, can I take you for a second? You know? Yeah. You would just be so scared. Friends with all the girls. <laughs> right, Morgan? <laughs> okay. uh, who's most likely to fail an exam? Ooh. Probably me. True, hey? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to target you in all these I'll questions. I'll be like, I... Morgan would come back from an exam and just be like she'd be like I fucking I, failed that <laughs> <laughs> she studied for like two days straight and she'd be like I, I failed I feel like Morgan either got like a hundred percent and 90s on exams or she would get like zero zero could you imagine <laughs> no I can't imagine Kiro in high school physics class I left an exam being like I fucking slayed it like I got every every answer right and I get my exam back the next day, and I literally got zero percent. Like I did not get <laughs> <even> points. <laughs> the fact that you that's, left a, that's actually so <laughs> brutal of your teacher to not uh, even be like half a point for effort for, for your oh. name. Come on. Yeah, okay. I know. And I like went home telling my mom, "I'm like, yeah, crush that, hundred percent. I crush it." Okay, who's most likely to become a millionaire first? Maybe, let's just say that. Savannah, this podcast, it's going yeah. big. Yeah, Savannah. <laughs> or, or Morgan will marry a millionaire. Also true. true. Morgan's getting married. Fingers crossed. Yeah. crossed. Yeah. Or, like daddy. or Rose would like be traveling and then randomly stumble upon like a bunch of gold and be like, oh, I guess, yeah. I guess, I I'll guess I'll just that's take. mine. <laughs> what am I I'll take it. Veronica would be self-made millionaires. True. I think we would all be billionaires actually yeah let's manifest that shit. Would manifest. you guys like to all move in together again? <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
Uh, you heard it. You heard it here first. Okay, who's most likely to get married first? Savannah uh, or Rose or Rose. Oh, Rose. Savannah, Actually, I, Savannah's been in, in a relationship triple the amount for of like time. eight years. Yeah, yeah, yeah the whole entire <laughs> life. Yeah. I really thought Rose that you were gonna get engaged on your trip. Me too. Really? I didn't. Yeah. Wait, how old is if Graham? I do, you guys will get to know first. Graham is only he's 29. 30. Oh my God. He's so like ready time. to have kids. Peak. Let's yeah. go he's, he's not though. We're in the same. Yeah. But like stage. he could like. No, but marriage is, could be soon. I just want you to get married so we can all be there. And like. I would together. say the exact same to you. I want young weddings. I want to go to young weddings and be like on the bar and stuff. Mm-hmm. Make it happen, people. Okay. Three, three more questions. Okay. Who is the biggest simp? Carol. And yeah. Carol. I was going to say me. And then it's like not a good thing. No, no, it's it's caring. You're caring. very caring. Yeah. And that's on being a people pleaser. <laughs> and we'll go back to 15 minutes ago when Caroline advised everyone to not people please yeah. anymore. <laughs> it's yeah. Don't be a simp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's most likely to become an influencer? Sav with her podcast. Yeah. yeah. But I would also say like Kara with fashion, Rose yeah. with food, Morgan yeah, with like her own video <laughs> shit, you know? These I think really? Anyone. I honestly have been thinking about it, you guys. <laughs> I'm no, very bored. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, all of you guys have yeah. like influencer potential, like you with your videos, Kara with her like, she just has a good aesthetic to her. Mm-hmm. And um, Rose with her food and Sab with her podcast. But basically what we need to do is go back to what I said a minute ago is move in together and then make the And then we make like our own hype house. Our <laughs> hype house. The sister wives. I would have been so fun having TikTok oh. in uni. Holy cow. We would have made some regrettable or content. Or if we did even YouTube videos, like Morgan filming, we would have just like, we would have been or so famous by now. Or maybe we are super, super... Maybe we're like, ourselves maybe we're like we're so cringe cool. and we would have gotten like mostly dislikes and people being I, like, what the fuck? I, I think, I think that they, I, I think, think that most people would like show their friends. They're like, dude, you guys I, I think that, I think that we're <laughs> preaching to the, I think that we're preaching to the choir and we are the choir. Yeah. Right now, yeah. So. Everyone else is like, yeah, yeah, maybe not so much. Yeah. We think we're so hyped, but like no one really ever has been like, this is hype. Like, <laughs> actually, okay. actually, yes. Remember that time when like the last day, or I think it was, was it Rose and Veronica leaving? Didn't someone say we were like the iconic house? Oh, yeah. Shout out Mac McEachern, full banger. What did he say again? I sent I had a photo of like all of us posting. He said, "Why does your house uh, splitting up feel like uh, the last episode of The Office?" And then I was like, "Oh yeah, lol." Like we're so extra or something because I thought that he was being sarcastic. And then he said, um, "No, your house was." really the I think your house might be the realest crew to come out of our grad class and I you heard it here (laughs) you heard it here Maddie boy we We need to have him on just to say that he said that we need proof what did you think of us Screenshot. So, like, did you think that we were the realest crew? What do you mean by the love of the class? We'll have him on next to confirm just for that okay well I want to thank you guys so much for coming on um hopefully people are still listening by now hopefully you found this entertaining whatever the heck you're doing. But if you want to plug your um, socials, go for it and follow them. So where can they find you? Uh, at Morgan Jelena on Instagram. Uh, mine's at Veronica Lee 23. Mine is, I'm going to give at Good Eats by Rose. Um, mine is Caroline <laughs> Williams Wood, all one word. Thank you so much for coming on, guys. I love you guys. Love you guys. Thank love you. Bye. Thanks, Sav. Bye. Bye.